Let's get it. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in a console. Keep the semi when I ride. Little Henny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. This next chop, man, we're going to call it the natural disaster chop. Because, you know, natural disasters always happen. They always roll around. The question is, how do we respond? Um, recently, we know that Hurricane Ida hit Gulf Coast. Um, a lot of people in Mississippi and in, in Louisiana, you know what I'm saying, uniquely have been impacted. Um, uh, right here, we have an article from the NPR. It says, as Ida weakens more than 1 million Gulf Coast homes and businesses are without power, a massive relief effort is underway across the Gulf Coast following the worst of the worst of Ida's tear through the region. As the storm had knocked out power for 1 million homes and businesses and left two people dead, and they see, uh, and they see right now that that uh, that the uh, death toll will continue to rise as you know more people and more things is is looked through the debris and the lights and you know what I'm saying as as time go by we start looking uh, looking for people. Uh, my first question in terms of what's going on with Hurricane Ida is: uh, Do y'all think there are are uh, any? Um, similarities with how Hurricane Ida is going down and how Hurricane Katrina happened? Um, similarities, yes. Um, and the, the thing that I start to wonder during times like these, and I've wondered through this these last couple of days of Hurricane Ida, but just in general, is if things are worse than they were before, like are things getting worse in our world and in our society? <laughs> or do we just get to see the like intricacies of it in ways that we didn't see it before? And, mm -hmm. and and social, you know, social media gives us the voice and the perspective of people in the mix. When we when Hurricane Katrina hit, I was at Lincoln College Prep getting new students from Louisiana in the tenth grade. You know what I'm saying? So we just learn about it from the kids who are at the lunch table now, who had a new school and a new community because they moved up to Kansas City. But sitting on Twitter and seeing people tweet, the, the I'm holding the phone above my head. The water is at our waist. Help us. We can't swim. My address is whatever, whatever, in LaPlace, Louisiana. Seeing stuff like that. And I mean, I'm talking about y'all. I'm Twitter. My Twitter timeline is just people. Please send help. Please somebody send. Somebody send somebody to my mama. She can't swim. My sisters can't swim. And being like, was this the was this how it was in Katrina? Or was this worse? Or but there was but either way it goes. What I see across the board 20 years ago or now. Was I was that really 20 years ago? Jesus, how long have I been 13 years ago. God, okay, about 15 years ago. What I'm seeing, the biggest similarities are that people left for dead. No protocols, no direction, no infrastructure. I'm looking at news reports with homeless people just under bridges, like, hey, waiting on the hurricane to come. And 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 20 years later, where's the what what do we do? How do we respond to this? And was it this bad before? Is it worse now? Am I just getting a closer peek? I'm very confused about what it is that I'm seeing. Yeah, I think um I think I think Katrina was worse. I do I do think Katrina was worse. Uh I mean when you're dealing with the levees breaking and like these flash flooding, you know what I mean? Um like 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 what you saw with Katrina. And then the response was ten times worse. I think what it does is it sheds lights on uh shed light on like Katrina was worse than what we could have imagined just mm -hmm. seeing based on what's happening with people now. Snapshot of what you know probably, for sure. Like when you see, you know, again, like the, the imagery that you're seeing, 
it wasn't the the technology to get it that fast to, to be able to have like show that like much of what's going on wasn't as readily available and accessible during Katrina as it is now. You know what I'm saying? So it, I mean, you talk about you know really highlighting how bad something was. Like the we get we're getting so many images now because so many people are able to document it now. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And like what, what we talked about before, it's just a question of. It it it, con- it it continues to show that they don't care about the people that live in these areas because it's always the same people who go through these type of, you know, what I'm saying, uh, uh, like this like level who deal with who deal with this like this type of impact when it comes mm-hmm. to natural disasters. I mean, you, this this goes to show you like where communities are built and why they built in the places that they built in. You feel me? Like it's a reason yep. why you have these particular people living in an area that's prone to flooding. That's prone to storms. That's prone, you know what I'm saying, to to have all of these bad things happen to them, and then not have the ability to look at it and and, and move somewhere else. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, we gotta we gotta keep asking ourselves. Uh, I mean, at, at this point, ain't even no more asking. We we gotta keep we gotta find a way to be like, how do we no longer allow allow ourselves to be segregated in the areas that cause us to deal with the most harm when it comes with natural disasters. I mean, I don't think yep. it's a matter of allowing it, though, for sure. I mean, let's talk yeah. about gentrification. Let's talk about ghettoization. Let's talk about the, you know what I'm saying? And it's no coincidence. It's not by happenstance. These people mm-hmm. really But Lee, go ahead. Yeah, about, yeah about to, you pretty much made, you said it a whole lot simpler than what I was going to say we know specifically when it comes to New Orleans, we know that a lot of the zones in terms of how flooding and how different levees, you feel me, is set up. That we, I, I guess we got to just wait to hear the stories from the people that was on at ground zero for the people that live in, you feel me, these areas that got flooded, specifically where got Levi's, I'm going to say Levi's, uh, levees at, you feel me, in terms of seeing, you know, were there any control damages, were there any, you feel me, areas that was specifically seen as being exposable and disposable, you know what I'm saying, and saved oh. for this other area, so, you know, you know, you never know. I think Stephanie's so, comment yeah. is, is real valid when it comes to this part, right? Stephanie says, I didn't see them help prepare. What I saw was political figures telling the communities that it's up to them to prepare themselves, and they went about that all wrong, and this is not the first time we've seen this in a natural disaster. Ted, Ted Cruz, was it? Yeah, Ted Cruz did the same thing in the state of Texas. Basically told people, make the decisions you have to make. These are the things we are are not doing. These are the precautions that we're trying to take or the considerations we're making. But he did that from sent from an iPhone on an airplane on the way to Mexico. Right. right. And so that is more Cancun, to be exact. Specifically. Right. Went to go kick it. Not just across the border and somewhere that is safe. No, you went to a place where people go to relax and have a vacation. And so the, the, the scary part about that is not only is there no infrastructure and no direction, no leadership and guidance from people who have been elected to do that, but don't look now. Global warming is real and it's anthropogenic. What does anthropogenic mean? Here's your vocabulary word for the day. It's human induced. As long as we are here and we don't change our behaviors, it's going to keep getting worse and more of these natural disasters are going to be common and standard fare. And that's going to create a lot of a lot more dysfunction than it already is. Let's talk about not to mention while we talk about these natural disasters, the homeless population and the moratoriums and evictions that have, are happening right now and how many people are uniquely outside of their homes. And now if they weren't before, have lost their homes and will continue to 
lose their homes when they try to rebuild because the economy is messed up. Natural disasters are becoming more and more of a common occurrence. Mm -hmm. And these places are becoming unsustainable in terms of rebuilding because why just rebuild stuff when places like Florida are about to cease to exist because water is, you know, like it's just, it's, it's messed up either way you cut it. And it's, it's wild to really fathom and think about, especially when we go back to Stephanie's point where we started, which is a lack of leadership. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just to highlight one more time, like the question of preparation, it, it literally speaks to like the uselessness of politics specifically in 2020, 2021, excuse me. Like, Things have become so polarized that the commercialization of, uh, like, if, if you look at what happened specifically in Houston, it was the it was the commercialization, the the, the corporate friendly political uh, atmosphere mm-hmm. in Texas that transitioned the responsibility into the private sector, right, and then allowed the private sector to do what the private sector does, focus on profit. And then we deal whatever whatever happens with whatever happens, right? People lost their lives because of that. Mm-hmm. And there's but th- but again, the conversation isn't about the fact that when you allow for corporations to control things that literally have to do with the survival of a people in the community, and their focus on profit undermines their ability to do that job effectively. It's about Democrats versus hey. Republicans. Capitalism. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It becomes about Democrats versus Republicans. So, you know, uh, again, when we when we talk about this question of preparation, who one who's responsible for these communities? Because when you have when you have political figures, when you have political leaders who are focused on these again this this uh, ideology of what it means to be a conservative, like what it means to be a Democrat, all of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like we see Kansas dealing with that uniquely because they've been broke for the last. 20 years Damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? because like they can't, they ain't been able to pay for roads and schools for years because of this corporate friendly where Republican ran and we believe in the private sector. The private sector has failed yeah. the state of Kansas. The private sector has failed the state of Texas and it continues to fail these people Absolutely, because accountability is ignored and protection of these bullshit cultural beliefs associated with people for that's and, and that's just me getting on my, my political soapbox real quick but we the reason why again these communities end up where they at is because people try to make a quick buck you feel me and they do nothing to protect the lives of the people that that are impacted by these services absolutely want to look at these comments new kang era june uh, who else popped in here? Uh, Anonymous Hebrew. All of y'all shout out to y'all for popping in, showing love, saying what's up. Uh, shout out back to you, Anonymous Hebrew. Uh, big love. Last time, baby, my child is not hungry. She's been fed. She's just very annoying this evening. So she's looking for a home. If you want to um, shoot the chop up show, I'll make sure. Dr. Dog today. Because she's being. Journey today. Man. Yeah. But um, a couple other things. Aaliyah Don says, and they just swept that under the rug like it was just business as usual. I'm assuming talking about uh, a lot of the inadequacies and issues in the way that policies are made. Uh, Neji, actually, we'll, we'll look at Pinky Promise Life. It's a double edged sword. People can pay their rent. Landlords don't get paid, so they can't pay the mortgage. We all lose. So it's, I mean, the housing situation is bad across the board, and that's something that we 
can admit for sure. Neji asked the question though, plug um, and consciously, uh, what is expected of our political figures, political leaders in moments of these disasters? What do we think that they could be doing better? Uh, I mean, uniquely, they could focus on what's good for their constituents and not what to get them reelected. Right. The issue is about that that people think being a politician today is about what rhetoric you can spew to make people feel better about themselves and not what it means to be boots on the ground, like a thoroughly involved with trying to understand why something can, is going to go wrong or what we need to do to get it fixed. Like the fact that Ted Cruz is still in a position, like still in he uh, has his job. Wow. You feel me? Like remember yeah, the standard Ted used Cruz to be ain't losing his job. But, but that's what I'm saying. Remember the standard used to be if you like you gotta show up where shit's going down. You know what I'm saying? Like you I, gotta, really, I remember Mayor Ray Nagin, who was the mayor of New Orleans, I feel like lost his job. You know what I'm saying? Him and a bunch of people who were in I feel like lost their jobs. Yeah. Yeah, see, he was on some he was on some quid pro quo type shit. You feel me? So yeah, like, even Jerry, yeah, 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 but, yeah, but, but, Jerry, I think they're doing but what made, right now. But what made him a public figure, though, is is his response to uh, uh, Katrina and like how he was, again, boots on the ground, like there with the people being there. But like when you got politicians that's in Cancun, while by the people that voted for you are freezing to death, not just voted for you, but paying for your trip. You a public servant. That's taxpayers dollars that's going from your bank account to whatever services that you getting rendered in Cancun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so when we what we expect from political leaders is not to just give us nice words and tell people what to do, but to endure with the people that's voting for them. You lead from the front. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Political leaders are just that leaders of community. So you lead from the front, whatever that whatever that looked like. I I, th- I think to answer that question yeah. for me, what leaders can do, because I read a lot about the literal um kind of infrastructure of the evacuation plans and from people who are on the ground there and a lot of them talk about there's a there's a process and i don't want to misquote this phrase but i think it's called contra evacuation where they basically open up the four highways that like leave out of the city of of the big i think this is for new orleans specifically and so they set it up to where traffic can't come in only traffic can leave out but the timetables and the way that they orchestrate the initiation of that and create like these legal barriers that then slow down the process or whatever or impact that process creates issues where the flow of traffic ends up being really weird there are also people who are uniquely in places like the thing about hurricanes is that you are able to get in front of them. They're not like other natural disasters where it's like, oh shit, this just happened and this really got out of hand. We hear about hurricanes and their abilities to go up to category this or be a tropical storm. We hear about that a week ahead of time. And so um, things like really employing imploring residents, particularly from certain communities to evacuate. But here's the thing, a lot of them ain't got nowhere to go. Coming up, and it's policymakers intentionally coming up with shelters and evacuation spaces and things that are built to withstand the, like, thinking 10, 15 years in advance, right? Like, the bottom line is the environmental science is not going to change or go away. People are going to need to be able to take refuge. People need to be able, as soon as your doctor radar start telling you something's about to change, you need to be going in the low income. Does, does everybody got Doppler? Oh, well, whatever they use down there. Yeah. Right? Well, I'm trying to figure out. I feel like everybody may have Doppler. If y'all yeah, know you got some type of The meteorologists need to talk to the city officials a week 
two weeks in advance. And there needs to be a system set up to start to evacuate people who you know are going to be subject to these. I mean, you have the residents who don't want to go, right? Let's talk about, we have to leave space for people who, for their own will, decide they're going to stay put, decide they're going to ride it out and do what they want to do. But I think just generally, the, the, the vision, the foresight that you can have for your specific or specific flavor of natural disaster is something that you can be working a whole lot more effectively around. We have these same criticisms for the state of California and how the hell are they dealing with all these fires? People, things have to change. Things have to be considered mm-hmm. from the insurance industry all the way to people, the governor and the people leading these different counties. People are having to make different decisions because the fires are going to keep coming. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm about to say, uh, in conclusion, man, when we start talking about people that's dealing with natural disasters in our country, we want to make sure that our language that we use is very intentional and purposeful. Um, do not call American citizens refugees. Uh, refugees, <laughs> by definition, refers to people that's coming to here that's coming from another country. Uh, this means we should not be using terminology that literally alienates American citizens that pay tax dollars from this country, you feel me? People are coming, have a people are evacuating. A certain oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? People are evacuating, they're called evacuees. And when Damo was talking about this certain complexion, when we think about how Hurricane Harvey hit Houston, and we think about how the communities in Houston is hitting, we're seeing as being more multicultural, so they're not being referred to as being refugees. You see, it's a whole bunch of racialization that's happening right here. You feel what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So just keep that in mind when we refer to American citizens that's evacuating to other states and places to get away from a natural disaster. You know what I'm saying? This is the natural disaster chop. Um, there's definitely on a whole bunch of different social media platforms, different ways you can get involved, different ways you can put your money where your mouth is in terms of being able to help people that's right now in the trenches in terms of trying to stay safe, trying to stay dry, trying to stay fed. You feel what I'm saying? So definitely research over me search or look that up. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my size. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in a console. Keep the semi when I ride. Little penny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Better be there pronto.